Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven and with me as always is Brandon. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories. Hold for applause. Yeah, so today we we have a couple core ones in mind. We're going to try to get to as many as we can. But the core ones include the Roswell crash in New Mexico, so Area 51, the Philadelphia experiment, and then some conspiracy theories that surround the Chernobyl nuclear explosion. And then even, hopefully, we'll have time for... Uh, we'll do the moon landing, and then hopefully we'll have some time for 9-11 as well. There's conspiracies surrounding that event. Ooh, okay. And also, after all that happens, we're going to take a dive into some other topics like Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. And I'm really looking forward to doing this one because these topics come up a lot during live streams, but this is the first time we're ever going to actually discuss it on a platform like this. Yeah, it's a little out of our comfort zone, so I'm looking forward to just uh, branching out with some ideas on this stuff. I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. I don't know if you are, but uh, these are yeah. interesting to read about. Yeah, I, I guess I will, I will say my perspective on conspiracy theories is I was always really big on all the outer space stuff, like aliens uh, and time travel, all that kind of stuff. But in general, I, I'm, I'm into conspiracy theories. All right. I, I, think, I think this is going to be uh, something I get behind. Uh so the first one is actually one that I wanted to discuss because it does involve aliens. It's probably one of the most talked about conspiracy theories of all time. And we can even go a little bit more broad with this one because I think aliens in general is a conspiracy to a lot of people um, that the government is hiding it from people. But specifically, there is a place called Area 51, which is a United States or United Space, <laughs> United States Air Force facility, commonly known as Area 51. It's a highly classified remote detachment of Edwards Air Force Base within the Nevada Test and Training Range. The primary purpose of this is not really known by people, but a lot of people speculate that this is where the government has been hiding aliens. Perhaps it is where they hid the aliens that were involved in the 1947 Roswell crash and incident and for those of you who aren't familiar with this this is really what got me into aliens in the first place which was a alleged spacecraft that was spotted and was listed in a lot of newspapers because so many people saw it there was a spacecraft flying through the air and then there was reportings that people found debris of the spaceship about 30 miles away from um, where the sightings were reported. And these people said that the the uh, debris had weird qualities, not of this world. And even, this story even goes like a step further because not only were there all these people who had different um, like explanations of what they saw uh, regarding this spaceship crash and all the, the things that go with it, but there was a few bizarre things that go with it. Um, one, there was a, um, what's it called? Like a, a, a video that came out afterwards <laughs> of the apparent alien autopsy. Because when this, pl- this spaceship crashed, there was bodies that some people claimed that they saw that were taken away. Which is part of the reason why people freak out. Because they said, oh my god, aliens that crash landed? And yeah. the biggest 
issue to this day has been there's been so many accounts of all these different things that happened. So, Brandon, what is your general thought on aliens for people who don't know? I would I believe in aliens. I think uh, the the part that I struggle with with this story specifically is I wonder why it would need to be kept secret and especially so do you let me ask you this question do you think like every president since this thing knows about if this was real do you think every president would have been informed about the experiments and stuff going on in area 51 this is one of those things that i've wondered but from when i have asked this to people they say that well because of the the way our government is set up. We don't want one person to have too much knowledge or too much power because it's like a checks and balances system. So I've been told before that it's possible that even the president wouldn't know about this, but it doesn't make any sense to me because I feel like the president should know about this. So the reason I, I would think is, they would. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And the reason I ask this is specifically because of who is in the White House right now. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> if this was true, we would have heard about it by now. From from our current president, he'd blow the lid off of this thing, <laughs> dude. I, I feel like Donald Trump immediately when he entered office is like, "All right, aliens." I guess he sounds like Tim. <laughs> My Donald Trump impression sounds like Tim. All of your impressions have devolved into <laughs> devolved into Tim now. <laughs> uh, so, in general, do you think that aliens ever visit Earth? Like, or like, do you think that this is just out of bounds? that there's any legitimacy to this actually happening. I think there's definitely a possibility. I, I wouldn't rule it out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, I, I, I know that listening to the episode with Sanjay um, a while back, he was saying it's just out of the question because there's so much space out there, and it'd be ridiculous if somebody had already visited Earth. But... Um, I don't know. I, I think anything is really possible. And, you know, maybe this alien race was created before we were, so they've had more time to develop technology, and their technology allows them to travel great distances among space. I don't know. There could be a lot of possibilities. I I really don't know, but I wouldn't be completely shocked if I found out that it was true. Yeah. So this specific incident, let's let's um, let's dive into a little bit more because um, there was a lot of sightings about spacecrafts that day. I think it's June fourteenth of nineteen forty seven, and so much so that there actually was a announcement made. I don't I, I don't know um, who released the announcement exactly. I don't know if it was a government announcement, but the announcement was that it was actually a weather balloon is what people were seeing that day. And you can imagine a lot of people that just added to the conspiracy because they're like, that, def- that definitely wasn't a weather balloon. According to the, the, what they saw that day, that it seemed completely crazy that it was a weather balloon. So to me, the most interesting part of this specific conspiracy uh, from Roswell is that there was bodies. Like some people said that there were bodies found. And one conspiracy theory behind this is that there was a that, that this was like a, like a, a test during um, during the time where there was there was a lot of tension with the, the Soviet Union that there was some experiments done or something <laughs> that these were actually like mutated humans that were flying in a spacecraft. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I'm 
I, I believe that a lot less than than in aliens, <laughs> honestly, even though it might seem more, pro- I guess, mutated human. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about that. I, I feel like any time that we want to create a conspiracy, it becomes about some experience that the Soviet <laughs> Soviet Union did yeah. <laughs> in some yeah, way, shape, or form. Yeah, there, there was like all kinds of things. Some people said it was like, the Germans who flew or who were trying to like freak people out with some experiments, so they like made these these freaky uh, like creatures. So people thought it was aliens. Uh, I don't know. It, it's pretty crazy. But the reason why Area Fifty One gets brought up a lot is because people think that this base has all these alien technologies. Like, there's been people who've said that during World War Two that they were using alien technologies, and that's why it seems futuristic to hear some of the things that were going on back then. And I just think it's crazy. And that's why people are like, oh, yeah, they're, they're hiding all the information in Area 51. And I just, I don't think that the government can hide things. Kind of as you said, like, the government trying to hide this much information is just crazy to me. Yeah, that's the part that allows for these kind of theories to even arise is there's so much unknown. And then if you kind of pair it with, you know, those newspaper articles of, hey, we saw something and it was covered up. It just makes people wonder. So is Area 51, is it still, like, functioning? Is it a facility that's still used? What's funny, you ask, so if you type in Area 51, it says, like, permanently closed. (laughs) Google listed as permanently closed, which is pretty funny. Um, So can people visit there? No, I don't even think so. I I think it's just, like, blocked off. Maybe this is a place that we put on our bucket list. We sneak into Area 51 and find the aliens, crack this case wide open. What if we did this and they're just clearly, like clearly there were just aliens there. They're like, well, you found us. They spoke English too. They spoke, they spoke perfect English, but then we get murdered. Well, I mean, theoretically, if they landed in 1947, they've had a lot of time to learn, so they probably could learn pretty good English in that time. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not ruling it out. I'm not ruling it Think out about either. it. I'm thinking about I, it right now. And uh, one other point on this, and we can move on to the next one, that, that's pretty interesting to me, is there's a video that was released that I had mentioned where, I think it was, it, it came out, I think, in the 90s, where someone uncovered this video, and they're like, oh, yeah, this was the actual autopsy of the alien from the Roswell crash. And if you watch the video, there's something in it that looks or that someone was able to trace that actually Wasn't invented. came out. Yeah, it, w- it wouldn't even have been invented when the theoretical time that this video came out. And it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> Couldn't you have at least figure out to try to make a fake video? Like, what are you guys doing here? Well, it was only like five years later, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't terribly Because how, how long did Area 51 last? Like the I don't actually. I, I don't know the answer to when they closed down Area Fifty One. Okay, that would be interesting to know. Because I mean, they uh, theoretically they could have been working on aliens for all those years. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I guess I don't really know. It, it seems weird though that, well, <laughs> I'm trying to think. So, are are we under the assumption that aliens would need the same? things to survive as humans like oxygen water that kind of stuff is that the, Dude, the theory see this is this is my exact argument against sanjay when we got in the alien conversation is i i don't think so because there's things that live in the bottom of the ocean that survive off things that we used to think was impossible like 
I just think that organisms can adapt. So, no, I, I think that that's crazy. But a lot of people seem to think that's the reason why when people say where there's water, there's life, which is why we get so excited when we discover water on other planets. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's – I think we're looking too – too small. Like I think there's a lot of possibilities. Well, the reason I ask that is because I'm thinking, how do we know that if, if this thing did happen, that a- the aliens that were from this ship could have even survived on Earth once they got out of their spacecraft? You know, if they were, if they survived on some other, like maybe, maybe they breathe um, carbon dioxide, for instance. You know, would they be able to survive? just on on land instead of breathing no oxygen you know what i'm saying so i don't know just all things i think about but we can we can move on to the next one if you want yeah let's, let's move on to the next one all right so the next one is the philadelphia experiment so this was in 1943 during world war ii the germans were sinking a bunch of u.s ships with their u-boats and the idea was that the U.S. government was trying to find a way to make um, U.S. ships, Navy sh- naval ships, undetectable by the radar of the um, these U-boats. And so part of kind of the Manhattan Project, you know, the project that created the atom bomb, supposedly Albert Einstein was working on a theory that could... Um, it was a single unified theory, basically bringing together all laws of physics into one unified th- theory, which would allow us to bend light, uh, change the nature of space-time, teleport, render invisible. And Einstein stated that he had never uh, finished this theory. He was never able to crack it. But there was there were these letters that were written... Uh, stating that he actually secretly did uh, make this equation. He, he figured it out. And so the idea behind the Philadelphia experiment was that the USS Eldridge, which was a ship that was docked in uh, the naval shipyard of Philadelphia, they used these equations essentially to bend light so that the ship became invisible and also teleport the ship off of the coast of uh, Norfolk, Virginia, I believe. I'm looking at my notes here. Um, now, the the sources that allegedly witnessed this were on a ship called uh, were on a ship that was docked at the same port, supposedly, and they saw like this glowing light surround the USS Eldridge, and then the the ship disappeared, and somebody supposedly reached out to touch the the glowing ship and it shocked them like sent an electrical current through them and put shot them back and then supposedly the the ship went, went back like 10 minutes in time too is is part of this yeah they're like they went invisible they teleported they went back in time for like 10 minutes um all of this stuff happened through this single unified theory that supposedly albert einstein had secretly developed and um there were a couple things that kind of added to the, the belief on this conspiracy theory. One of them was there was a newspaper article uh, that came out in Philadelphia where these two guys that were supposedly part of the Navy were fighting in a bar, and they just vanished in mid-fight. They just disappeared. 
and it was never shown what newspaper this was from. So some people speculate that it's just made up. Um, but it's also believed that these are witnesses that saw something weird. It's also believed that people that were on the ship could like phase through metal and get stuck in stuff. Like get stuck in materials. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. So all this shit supposedly happened when they went through um, they went through this teleporting thing. Like people got stuck in parts of the ship. People uh, just spontaneously would burst into flames. Um, I'm trying to think of what else happened, but uh, wait, but like okay, so why would this be hidden? Like, wait, wouldn't Einstein want everybody to know about this? Well, because it fucked up. People like the they did go supposedly they did go back in time 10 seconds and they did go invisible and teleport all this stuff but the price of that were all these people some serious shit happened to them like them fusing with other materials that were part of what teleported or them bursting into flames or people sailors supposedly staying invisible um so I think the idea behind it was that it was kept secret because they couldn't quite figure out how to do it in a, a safe manner. Dude, I feel like they gotta they gotta work on this some more, dude. This technology is worth losing some lives to try to develop the <laughs> dude, teleportation, are you kidding me? This would be the most massive game changer ever. Yeah, I mean the the invisibility specifically, what they were saying is through this theory, because they can bend light, they were able to instead of light reflecting off the boat, they could bend the light above the boat so that nobody could see the boat where it was at. And so that was supposed to be part of what helped them remain undetected by German U-boats. But Dude, that sounds almost belie- like it legit sounds almost believe that specifically the invisibility thing. Mm-hmm. It almost sounds believable. Well, I don't mean to put a damper on it, but supposedly a lot of the witnesses were discredited later on as attention seekers (laughs) there were some like this newspaper article was a big thing because it was just like how did this happen and another big thing was philadelphia that specific naval shipyard was a base for the manhattan project which was part of a lot of the technology that was being built uh, in world war ii uh so there's some like okay this stuff is it really a coincidence uh, or is this all part of what actually happened um also the guy who wrote these letters talking about einstein coming up with this theory and stuff his name was uh carlos allende um and he was supposedly the one that that reached out to the boat and got shocked and sent back and then he said that he worked under albert einstein to like learn about all this stuff and uh people kind of said that he was just a whack job basically that <laughs> he wasn't very credible his name wasn't actually even carlos allende it was like carl andrews or something like that and <laughs> one of the things that he said while he was working with albert einstein he met another uh scientist i can't remember his name but if they found out later that the scientist he was describing is a guy that actually died in the 1920s, so there's no way that he could have been working with that scientist. Dude, so this guy really just ruins a lot of this story. <laughs> exactly. So that's yeah, a big it's... part of it, but there's there's still some things here and there where people are like, yeah, but some stuff seems seems kind of fishy. Oh, another thing is 
And I don't think that this part necessarily discredits it because if the government was going to cover this up, I feel like they definitely could have falsified documents. But you remember how I said that there was a boat supposedly docked at the same base as this USS Eldridge that yep. that contained all the witnesses? According to U.S. naval documents, those two boats were never docked at the same place at, at one time. So... Hmm. So people are also will say, well, how were those people on that boat a witness if they were never docked to the thing? But I don't necessarily think that disproves it just because, I mean, if the government wanted to cover something up, I feel like that's an easy thing that they could cover up, you know? Well, what do you think? Like, when you read this, obviously um, this is less known than, let's say, Area 51 or Roswell or any of this stuff. I've only briefly heard about this before, so... Like, what did you like? What got you into this conspiracy, and what do you actually think now that you've read a little bit more into it? Well, I do think you bring up an important point about Albert Einstein. I feel like part of being a scientist who develops these things, you kind of want to take credit for like the things you discover or create, uh, like equations that you figure out. And I, I feel like Albert Einstein, if he did figure out the single unifying physics law, he would want to have credit for it um yeah so that kind of seems fishy to me maybe he even did want credit for it but the government kept him under wraps i don't know also albert einstein was never uh placed in philadelphia um people never said that he was ever there especially at the time (laughs) of this thing so i i don't know i think it's a little fishy it's cool to think about i mean it would be awesome if somehow they were able to do this um, and it, I'm not ruling out of out of the realm of possibility of. I mean, if Albert Einstein could think up that there was a possible unifying law of physics, maybe maybe that is possible. You know, I don't know. He's one he's of the most smart. brilliant he's minds. Smart. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's like a pretty interesting. The fact that it's Albert Einstein is really interesting to me because it's like he obviously got credited for the theory of relativity and, and, and some like a lot of important things come from Albert Einstein. It just seems weird that this incredible thing that's bigger than maybe anything else ever discovered by humanity somehow got covered up. Like where is this, where is the documentation of any of his work on this? Well, yeah, that's part of the problem, but I mean, yeah. I'm wondering why area 51 would be covered up. I mean, if we discover new life, I feel like that'd be something to encourage space travel even. And uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, you, in theory, yes, but you read, you imagine how terrified humans would be if we discovered aliens. Maybe if we discovered time travel, <laughs> you don't think people would be terrified of that too. That's a good point. Any of this That'd stuff can really scare scary. people, but do you think it's to a point where it's like, Oh, we got to cover this up because people can't handle it. Dude. People can't handle a lot of things though. That's the thing. Like people, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I get your point, but I also just well, I'm specifically think that people... t- saying this because you said why would they cover this part up, and so my argument is, well, if they're going to cover up Area 51, why wouldn't they cover up this? Okay, not that nah, the exact equivalency, but well, let's talk about another potential cover up because this one um, gets talked about quite a bit, which is the moon landing. To me. This I, I want to say this is the most ridiculous one, 
But I, I don't really know that it's the most ridiculous. Like the Philadelphia one, it, it's that's pretty ridiculous in itself. But the general idea of the moon landing is that it was faked because we were in an arms race. We were basically trying to show the world that we were top dog at space travel here in the U.S. And as a result, we faked the moon landing so that the country in the world, one, it would, it, the world would be like, wow, the United States is the best country. And two, it would rally the United States around this prosperous nation that we have uh, grown to be accustomed to being. So to make sure that people believed this, we went to extraordinary lengths to pretty much hire the, the greatest movie directing team uh, <laughs> at the time, <laughs> the best special effects crew, everything that we could possibly do to make an entire staged moon landing. And when you look at the most um, top reasons why people point to this conspiracy as being ridiculous. Uh, you can literally go to Google and type in the moon landing conspiracy and you'll find a similar list here. But some of the reasons why people think that this moon landing conspiracy is fake and that we definitely did go to the moon. Um, one, people say, uh, you know, the American flag looks like it's flapping in the wind. And if that's the case, then this must have been shot on Earth because... Um, like there wouldn't be like that. That wouldn't the the moon wouldn't create an environment in which it would cause the American flag to be blowing in the so, wind. So they filmed this on a windy day outside. <laughs> so so stupidly because I, you know that's a really good point because what was one of my thoughts is okay if we were really really trying to sell this wouldn't we go out of our way to make sure that we filmed this in a place in which there would be absolutely no wind so that we couldn't just easily have people be like hey look. Flags blown in the wind. Like, we would definitely want to cover that basic base. Yeah. Like, that seems... So that that's why this one, to me, is ridiculous. I don't know exactly how the American flag should be on, on the moon from what people thought. I don't know if they thought it would be completely still. Um, but, yeah, I think this one is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Another reason. This is maybe the most common reason why people say the moon landing is faked. Is because, and this one makes no sense to me. Because if you know any th basic thing about cameras, you can Im immediately point to this one being a ridiculous reason to say that the moon landing is, a, uh, is faked. People say the moon landing is faked because you can't see the stars in the background. Now, <laughs> this is ridiculous for a lot of reasons. But the most, the most um, ridiculous reason to me is you could easily recreate a picture of a night sky where you couldn't see the stars on Earth. <laughs> it wouldn't be that hard. Because at the end of the day, your, your camera is looking for the light in the background, but if you just quickly take a photo and you don't have it set to a setting that captures a lot of light, well, guess what? It's gonna look really dark in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like common sense. I don't know. That one, to me, is pretty dumb. So let's take a step back before I even talk about the next couple of points. Have you heard this theory before? Like, this conspiracy theory? The moon landing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, even I would even wonder if maybe the people that created this conspiracy theory were the, were the Russians. 
because they didn't want the U.S. to get credit <laughs> for beating them. So like, oh, they faked it. We actually did beat them. Let me ask you. I don't. I don't know. So does this theory extend to every time that we visited the moon? Or is this just the belief that the first time we visited, we didn't actually visit? Okay, so what's interesting about this is you never hear it talked about other than this. So it, it the theory itself is just rooted in the initial time laying on the moon. However, there is a general sense that, which is sort of like a, a, a double part of this theory, that humans have never been to the moon before. And a lot of times this the, the theory is rooted in the fact of if we went to the moon, which I think the last time we went to the moon was was in the 70s. Last time we went to the moon, I think it's in the 70s. It's been a while where a human went. Um, 72? Last time a human in the U.S. landed on the moon, I think it was in 72. Anyways... Part of the reason why people are very confused by this or why this is a conspiracy is like, why don't we go back to the moon? And that to me actually is a, like something I'm very interested in because why don't we, why don't we go back? Well, for my, there's not really anything on the moon to, to look at, is there? It's just a big rock essentially. It seems like a lot of risk for something so little that's my thought process of because there's a there's the chance i mean i guess now with our technology the way it is now uh it'd probably be less of a risk to to take that trip but especially back then they probably shut that down because it's like we want to keep taking this risk for nothing so yes so the most common reason um I, i i just googled this again just to see like what is the actual most common reason and Astronauts often say the biggest reason humans haven't returned to the lunar surface are budgetary and political hurdles, not scientific or um, technical challenges. So, yes, I mean, the, the main reason why people st- state we don't go back is just because there's no point of going yeah, back. It's not worth but it. But it's still, I mean, last time, the last time a human was put on the moon was 1972. Like, our technology has advanced a lot since then. So I can imagine that it would be much safer. And I will, I will, for those of you who are following, um, space exploration or who are interested, one thing that has, I've been following a lot has been blue origin and SpaceX. If you guys aren't familiar with them, these are private companies. One was started by, um, Elon Musk at SpaceX. And the other was uh, Jeff Bezos over at blue origin. Um, Private companies are probably going to be the next way that we send people to the moon. And it'll be from these huge billionaires who have nothing but money to spend. And I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty interested to see if it happens again. But I don't know. Uh, a couple other reasons on the moon, by the way, the moon conspiracy is the shadows aren't right, mm-hmm. which is also bizarre to me because, like, who who are these people who are making these claims? Like I have no idea how a shadow is supposed to show up on the moon. Not to mention this was filmed in the late 60s. Like the first moon landing was in 69. Like I I don't know what cameras look like back then or what the video footage is supposed to look like, but I don't know. And the last um main thing you hear is <laughs> the moon landing is fake because um you can't see Armstrong's camera 
which what does that mean like you like people think that you should be able to see that uh, Neil Armstrong had a camera in the shot because it should have been like reflecting off of his suit but once again I'm pretty sure the way that from the images that I've seen he does like he had to have a special type of camera that was able to be like kind of close to him I don't know that that to me is pretty ridiculous as well because I, I don't know why we would be able to see his camera like we don't really know the exact setup of how they did it on the moon and I love to see people who complain about this I love to see them intelligently tell me what they mean by this because I don't get it yeah I don't know I I don't really buy this conspiracy theory to be honest I, I say case closed honestly case closed we went to the moon. We, we figured it out we went to the damn moon. All right, let's hear it. the next one. I'm, I think this is one of the most interesting, so let's hear it. Okay, so the next one is the Chernobyl conspiracy. Hold on, I'm, I'm changing my piece of paper here. I did some research, folks. Ooh. I did some research. First off, I just want to mention this right off the top. YouTube uh, birth defects caused by Chernobyl. It's one of the most disturbing and sad <laughs> videos yeah, I've, I've looked ever it up. Watched. Yeah, I do with it. <laughs> It's t- it's tough. You see these babies that were born out of that radiation poisoning, and they got a lot of stuff going on. So um, basically, let me let me just kind of find my place here in my notes. Um, so the Chernobyl uh, nuclear reactor explosion took place in 1986. Uh, part of this explosion, two people died, and then 28 died later from. So two people died from the explosion itself, and then 28 people died from acute radiation poisoning. So there are a couple conspiracy theories that have surfaced from this explosion. And what I've noticed a trend, in, especially the, the ones that, um, I mean, even, it seems to be like some sort of battle between, whether it's because of war or countries are competing against each other in some way, shape, or form. So this, this took place during the Cold War. And so a couple of theories kind of come from that, the, the fact that things were going on behind the scenes because of the war. And so part of the issue people have with the Chernobyl explosion is that the Ukrainian government actually co- tried to cover this up. They tried to cover up the explosion, and it wasn't even reported by Ukraine. It was, it was reported by Sweden. Uh, a Swedish scientist, I believe, was able to detect uh, some radiation or something from like 100 miles out. I don't even remember um, what it was, but they were the ones who reported it. So there was a huge effort by Ukraine to Ukraine and the Soviet Union to cover up this um, this event. So the well, the first theory that I was able to find was this base called Duga 3, D-U-G-A 3. And it was a base that uh, held a radio that could detect missiles coming towards Russia. It supposedly cost millions and millions of dollars for the Soviet Union. And over time, it just stopped working. Uh, People think that this might be the this radio station is real because like the, the radio station itself isn't even proven to be real, but people think that this actually was because countries surrounding the area actually picked up a radio frequency that was loud and 
just intense during the time of this. So this radio thing that could detect missiles cost millions and millions of dollars. And when it malfunctioned and stopped working, the idea was that the people in charge of running this operation needed to save their skin to keep their jobs in power, essentially. Um, And so what they did was they ordered somebody to cause the reactor explosion and then there was like an explosion radius and everything within that radius had to be evacuated and part of what was in that explosion zone or what was this Duga 3 radio so this allowed the people in power to basically blame the explosion on why this thing stopped working rather than the fact that it just naturally stopped working so that's that's the first one it's also Yikes. called the the Russian woodpecker. There is a documentary on it, so you guys can check that out. Uh, the next one is that the CIA sabotaged equipment that led to the the, pro- the explosion. So during the Cold War, obviously, there's a lot of talk about nuclear warfare, and um, there were there were areas kind of surrounding the Chernobyl um, power plant or nuclear plant. Uh, one of them specifically was supposedly a normal goods factory, but supposedly that was just a front, and they actually had an underground chemical lab that was using plutonium from the Chernobyl factory to create weapons. And the CIA found out about this, and wouldn't it be funny if I just got shot in the back of the head right now? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think it'd be funny, but... I just got shot in the back of the head because I'm blowing this case wide open. Um, no, but the CIA caught wind of this, and then uh, they sent in spies to sabotage the equipment. And uh, through that, it ended up causing the explosion. And we were basically just trying to stop them from being able to advance chemical warfare. So that's another one, and supposedly, so there's a there's a show on HBO right now called Chernobyl, and it's kind of it kind of deals with some conspiracies around it. Supposedly, Russia is creating a show that's based around the CIA theory, the theory that the CIA was responsible for this explosion. Uh, the last theory, the one that really captured me on the Chernobyl um, just conspiracy uh, theories itself, was that I had heard about this, but. Basically, the the Soviet Union, and even more specifically the KGB, wanted to know how radiation impacted humans. So they used it as an experiment. They, they were responsible for the nuclear explosion because with the threat of nuclear warfare, they wanted to be able to survive that, that global, um, the chance of that global catastrophe. So they used this place as like a little case study to figure out how they could survive that uh, during the war. Dude, this would be seriously so messed up if we did horrible experiments and like messed up families for generations just to see like, well, we got to at least see what would happen if the world was about to end from a nuclear war. Like it, Here's the thing. It with seems this, ridiculous, but I guess. Well, here's people the thing. People have done though, crazier things. I don't know. Um, Actually, I don't know if they've done crazier things. Let's be honest. Here. Well, no, but that might be the craziest thing ever. That's what I was just about to say. Is uh, Stalin just outright killed a ton of his own people? So you're telling me that's out of the realm of possibility that 
that this, I mean, <laughs> this could happen, I guess. That's that's what kind of, there's a, there's a shred of doubt in a lot of these conspiracy theories. You're like, at first, you're like, no way people would do that. But then you're thinking, well, wait a second. There's been some crazy shit that's happened. Like, Stalin literally killed, like, tons of people, of his own people. And uh, that's the same territory. So maybe that, that legacy kept going on. Well, what do you think then? Like, do you think, if you were to just take a guess on this, what do you think it actually happened? Uh, so another big part of it is this explosion came from human error. So it was actually a person that fucked up and some, either they messed up or somebody did it intentionally. Um, which I guess is possible because people make mistakes, but it seems like that's a really big mistake to make. Dude, think about that. Yeah. Wait, did the person who made the mistake, did they live? I don't think so. I think they were one of the people that died. That's what I would figure. I don't know, man. I, it's interesting to talk about, but I don't necessarily... I, I think it's most likely... The most practical thing was that it was a mis- like an accident. I, you know, to be honest with you, this is one of those ones where I feel like it has the most likely chance of being some sort of a cover-up. I'm not to say that I don't think it's for that like really crazy reason where they're just like, yep, we need to we need to test to see how uh, if there's a nuclear war, how we would uh, like react to it. But I wouldn't be surprised if there was some like testing going on that didn't get approved on or someone in there who did it for something messed up reasons. Like I could easily see there being a cover up of some kind within this. So which I, I just. I don't know. Which of these three do you think is most likely? Like, the CIA thing seems like it could maybe be a real thing. Like it, I mean, there's definitely intent unlikely. there. We, yeah. can, we can pull from some intent that we were trying to stop chemical warfare on the side of the Soviets, so we sent some spies in there to sabotage their shit. I mean, I don't know. It's war. So I could I could definitely see that. I I also definitely. feel like the radio thing is more likely than they were just they decided to kill their own people to see how it would affect them because people in power want to stay in power and mm-hmm. they'll go to great lengths to do that. So and I'm pretty sure a lot of the places got evacuated um in time to save a lot of lives. So maybe maybe I guess I don't know the timing of when they were evacuated, but if it was close enough to the explosion, maybe that was because the government knew that it was going to happen and they were able to get them out of there in time. I don't know. The world may never know. The world may never know. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about with the Chernobyl or you want to move on to a couple of our followers? A couple of our listeners. We can do a couple of the listeners' ones. I really don't even know. <laughs> I don't so know I, the, the first one on here, I actually had to look it up. Okay, so we, uh, we asked our listeners to tell us their favorite conspiracy theories. And one of the first ones that, that came here, and I, I put this on here because I was pretty interested. It's Avril Lavigne being dead and replaced. <laughs> so I Googled this because I was like, what the hell? I'm looking this up. So the first thing that shows up is why fans think Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by a clone named Melissa. <laughs> and 
It's pretty interesting because Avril Lavigne has changed, like how she's looked quite a bit over time. I don't know who this Melissa is, but uh, but this is believed. This theory is believed to have originated on a Brazilian fan page. The theory claims Lavigne struggled or struggling with her fame at the beginning of her career began using a body double named Melissa. And then at some point, I guess, Avril died and Melissa just continued to... I don't know why Avril Lavigne had to die in this scenario. I couldn't. I was... Well, <laughs> I don't think she was supposed to die. Was she? Is that what this says? She was no. just using the bottle du- body double. Yeah. And then she ended up dying. But my first thought was... So not only was this body double someone who looked exactly like her, but she also had the exact same voice as Avril Lavigne, too. But what I was just about to say is I actually specifically remember Avril Lavigne being a horrible live. Mm-hmm. And then when she got older, she actually got, like, I think she's arguably really good live. <laughs> so, Dude, is this? <laughs> this could be real, dude. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, out of all the ones we've looked at, this might be the most believable. It's the most credible. <laughs> no, okay, this just brings up, like, how humans in general just love, we just love drama of any kind. We'll, love, we'll manufacture anything just to try to look into and just assume that it means something more. But I have, the weird part about this conspiracy is I actually have before thought, wow, Avril Lavigne does look quite a bit different now than she used to. What she used to like go for a specific look. She's older now. She she's still cute. She's cute. She's a cutie. I've always thought that. You just think Melissa's cute. I just actually think Melissa's cute though. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's cuter, Melissa or Avril? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's a tough call. I'm thinking maybe Melissa. Honestly, people are sleeping on Melissa here. People are sleeping on Melissa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Was that supposed to be sexual? No, you you made it that way. You said they're sleeping how, on her. Dude, how about how about this next one? Uh, so the next one is definitely one I've heard before, which is Hitler survived World War II and escaped to Argentina. Have you heard this one before? I I have heard that I didn't know about the Argentina part of it, but I have heard that he didn't actually commit suicide. Yeah, I. This kind of falls under the theory with a lot of celebrities. Or if you call him a celebrity, I don't really know what you <laughs> call him. To be celebrity. honest with you, Jeez. <laughs> it seems like I'm like comparing him to like Bieber or is something, that a, which is, is that definitely in poor not. Taste? <laughs> which is definitely not what I was trying to do at all. So I, I apologize for the dumb way that I worded that. But uh, this idea, one, it does seem pretty crazy, but at the same time, like. There was a lot of people who were on his side at that time, so it's not inconceivable to think that he did escape. I mean, it seems unlikely, but I have wondered, and let me know if you've thought about this before. Do you think there actually is an an incident of someone who was in the public spotlight who faked their death and then lived a life of, uh, like a normal life after that? Well, that brings up that conspiracy that Tupac's actually alive. Or Elvis. Do people think Elvis is still alive? Yeah, there's people who have thought that before. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about all these? Do you think there's ever been an incident of this actually being a real thing? I mean, I guess it would be easier to do back then. 
because there wasn't as much I don't think you could get away with it now. People can no track way. you down. People will put you on Snapchat or something. If they're like, this guy looks just like Will Ferrell. That, that would be a Oh, that reminds business. me of the, the um, oh, never mind. We'll get to it later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get <laughs> we'll to get it. We'll get to it later. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't buy it. This, I mean, I guess this isn't a celebrity. This is just like a, a figure. Of, I could see him escaping. So do you know the story around his suicide? Was he about to get captured and he committed suicide instead? I'm pretty sure. I, I, I honestly don't I don't know the, the very specifics about it, but I think it was like during a battle or something. I don't know. I, I don't want to. I honestly don't want to claim because I know some people are huge World War II buffs. The last thing they want to hear is me just say something completely inaccurate. But um, yeah, so I don't I don't know the full so reasoning behind I'm, it. I'm reading up on this here. The Soviets and the Russian Federation claimed for years to have some remains of Hitler. Uh. But they were cremated. And there's a CIA document stating that Hitler actually did survive and lived in South America. So that is part of the uh. the conspiracy, I guess. I mean, this one actually I think could be plausible. I could definitely mm-hmm. see him escaping in some way. When you're that powerful, I don't know, though. And back then, too, like let's say he actually did do this. There's a good chance that if he went to South America, they'd have no idea that it was right. him. Right. Because, I mean, at that time, we didn't have nearly the communication. Like, maybe they saw a photograph of him, but, like, that would be it. And you can imagine that would be pretty difficult to be that positive. Oh, that's the guy. Like, Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm sure he went to great lengths. If he would have done this, he probably would have went to great lengths to, like, not look the same. <laughs> you know, exactly. Sp- spies do that. You know, they wear disguises and act differently than who they really are. I don't know. Exactly. I wish that being a spy would be super cool. I don't think I can do it, dude. I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I don't think I have a good enough poker face to do it. I think I'd be the best spy ever. No, I wouldn't. All right. I'd be a terrible spy. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be Tim. Like, yeah, uh, so... <laughs> that would be my... That's me being a spy. <laughs> they just make you out right away. Oh, that's Steven. <laughs> Wait, is that Steven doing the Tim boys to try to be a spy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> okay. New segment. This one is called Coincidence or Conspiracy. This is something that I would say a lot of times when I was in high school, maybe even middle school, but now I'm bringing it back and doing it in podcast format. So, first one on here Coincidence or Conspiracy? Brandon and I both went to UT. Conspiracy. I told you, I've been running your life ever since UT. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. I do think it is pretty crazy that you and I end up ever meeting just because the fact that we both met at the University of Tennessee is pretty bizarre because neither of us are from there. We we have talked about a lot of the variables that had to go into play in order for us to both end up at that school. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty... It's pretty weird. Like, I, I really do think that if Matt Gordon and I did not have that same class together, we probably wouldn't have been friends. Like, like, like something even like that. I mean, I don't know. Well, we sat next to each other in credit. math. Yeah, we did. But I feel like it probably helped. Yeah. Well, it did to help. hang out outside of that. Because I, I didn't hang out with people outside of my classes very often. And the other thing, too, is 
I wasn't really in the business of looking for friends. I was just kind of doing my own thing. And mm-hmm. because of that, you got a weird impression from me at first. Like you thought that I, I didn't want to be friends with you or something. So had we not yeah. had that out of class experience with each other, maybe that would have been the impression that kind of stuck with you the entire time. Yeah, because I actually remember that the day where, uh, when I went to hang out at Matt Gordon's at the time, which was actually where you lived too, of you just like saying hi to me, and I was like, this is really weird. Um, okay, the Lincoln and JF... What? I broke your heart. Dude, get out of here. All right, so the Lincoln and JFK assassination similarities. I read those off to you earlier. Do you think that it means anything? I just think it's a coincidence. I mean, I I get there's so many things that kind of match up. You should probably provide the context for the audience. I don't know if you still have those pulled up. But I just think coincidences happen. Like, random things happen. And, uh, I mean, it even could have been people wanted it to be to match up with the Lincoln because the Lincoln assassination was huge. So this was at a very pivotal time in, in, uh, American history. And so, I mean, there were a lot of people getting killed at this time. JFK got killed. Then later on, Martin Luther King got killed. Robert Kennedy got killed. Like tons of people were dying. Yeah. I mean, the, the overall idea behind this one is like, Lincoln and Kennedy were both elected to Congress exactly like, or one was 1846, one was 1946. So there's a lot of parallels of exactly 100 years. Um, They were both elected to president in 60. The names Lincoln and Kennedy each have seven letters. I mean, some of this stuff's a bit of a stretch because, like, I could probably do one of these. In fact, I almost want to, to try to find some weird coincidences in my life. This reminds me of the time that I dated. Part of the reason I dated a girl was because we had the same birthday. I was like, oh, my God, we're meant to be. <laughs> so sad, but I, I get that. When I was younger, I feel like I was definitely like that, too. But, yeah, so basically there's just a lot of similarities. And um, they were both, like, succeeded by Johnson as president. Like, two different Johnsons, obviously, but... Like Andrew Johnson and Lyndon Johnson. I don't know. Just something to look into. I recommend it, but I, I think it's just a, a very bizarre coincidence. Um, what about this uh, this painting? Okay. You, 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 you talk about this one. So there's a painting that was made, I think, in the 1800s um, of a guy who looks identical to John Krasinski, <laughs> the actor who plays Jim in The Office. So the conspiracy is that... John Krasinski is actually a time traveler. What do you think? Conspiracy or coincidence? <laughs> Dude, this is definitely a coincidence. <laughs> like, it's funny. It's funny, but I had the same thing happen when I was at a... When I was in college, I had a friend who... I remember going into a place, and I saw a painting, and I was like, this looks just like Nathan. I took a picture of it, and then I sent it to him. So that's why... I, I've I've had something similar like this happen before, so I think it's coincidence, but still pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so this isn't really a coincidence or conspiracy, but uh, but he threw it on the actually, list anyway. But it kind of is. It, <laughs> but it, I feel like I, I I feel like it kind of fits. Uh, so missing number the Pokemon in the Pokemon games. Do you think that's a coincidence that that happened, or do you think there was a conspiracy to intentionally put that in the game? Well, I think. Isn't one of the theories that that was 
like an Easter egg for the next Pokemon or something like that? So from what I my research into this, I found that the reason why missing number exists is because it was like a placeholder slot or something in the coding. Yeah, it was like a supposed to be like a placeholder, and it was a, you were able to trigger it if you did something to affect the code, and then it would trigger this placeholder that's missing number. But it's weird because like miss, the fact that it's missing number is the bizarre part too. Have you heard the theory about uh, Ditto? is the uh, failed experiments to create Mewtwo. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. That's pretty, I, want, I, I watched a video on that. That's pretty interesting. That Ditto is just it. a bunch of failed experiments. It's like the deformed version. Because the stats in the game are like exactly 40 points lower than everything that I think Mewtwo has. <laughs> so, interesting, dude. Yeah. Could be real. Coincidence or conspiracy for the... Ditto thing. What do you think? I think it. I think it's a conspiracy. The new movie supposedly touches on it. Oh really? Yeah. Well, what do you think about the missing number? Coincidence or conspiracy? We got to. We got to choose here. Uh. So if I say conspiracy, that means that it. They they did it on purpose. You think Nintendo intentionally put it in the game to cause like I don't know coding awareness. stuff like that happens all the time. I don't feel like it's. But it does. It is weird that you can like use that to do other cheat codes. I feel like people intentionally put cheat codes in games sometimes for you to take advantage of. I don't so, know. I don't know. You. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna label this as conspiracy. All right. Uh, Super Mario level negative one. Can we already decide this is a conspiracy? This is a conspiracy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Koopa, I, I, yeah, I think Super Mario level negative one, by the way. I think it's just, like, something in the code that happened. It's just a weird glitch. Uh, Koopa and Paratroopa. Is it the same guy or different guy? Oh, my gosh. It's the same guy. Yeah, so it's a the clone. reason why. <laughs> I threw this in here because uh, one time I noticed that the character models, and I think it's Mario Kart, Koopa and Paracoopa or Paratroopa, that guy. Uh, it's the same guy. Just they just made his shell a different color and added some wings. That's like and a ton I, of video games, though. This isn't even. <laughs> I thought it was like the funniest thing ever when I realized this. So, um, yeah. So that happened. But any other coincidences and conspiracies? Because I'm gonna say that that last one that is that's just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, it's a coincidence. No, I don't get any more. <laughs> Okay, this has been Coincidence or Conspiracy. <laughs> okay, moving on to a few more topics. Uh, we, we won't go as in-depth on these, but we figured that they had a good place on the show because if you're going to do conspiracy theories, you got to talk about these ones. So first one on here, Bigfoot. Yay or nay? Real guy, fake guy? Um fake guy i feel like we would have discovered bigfoot by now interesting the thing about bigfoot that makes it really seem questionable to me is every single account of someone saying they saw bigfoot is just ridiculous like i saw this this video about this family they're like yeah we saw a bigfoot and they're like talking about how he like spoke english to them and stuff and i'm just like what are you guys doing (laughs) well and now nowadays you can totally (laughs) 
like special effects are good. You can totally make up anything you want to get uh, to make it look like Bigfoot's real. So how have we not actually discovered Bigfoot? How how's it not actually come to light that this guy's real? I sp- I I could see. So we'll get into the Loch Ness monster next. I could see in the not having discovered something like this in the ocean because the ocean is so vast. But I feel like on land, how have we not discovered a creature like? like this on land dude i don't know it blows my mind but people people really do believe in this one i i never have this has always been one of the ones that um i've had people come onto the live streams before and i've commented that i don't believe in this one it i i, I don't know like are there big bears and big creatures in the woods like yeah but i think it's mostly mostly likely just bears like i don't i don't think there's like a yeti just chilling in the woods that hasn't been discovered Right. Uh, um, what about Loch Ness monster? Loch Ness monster. I, well, again, to my point of like the ocean being so vast, I I think this one might actually be more believable than Bigfoot. But I isn't the Loch Ness monster supposed to be humongous? Yeah, it's supposed. It's basically supposed to be. I think it's based off this dinosaur, um, that. Uh, Looks like honestly like Lapras the Pokemon. I don't even really know. Right, it's yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> this guy, this dinosaur who has like a long neck, um, who was aquatic, and people say that it somehow has survived in this one lake, in I think it's in Scotland. Yeah, nineteen thirty-three. So the idea isn't that it's still alive, right? That people don't think that it still exists. Well, some well. I guess I don't know. I, I the, the, it's just there's been a lot of sightings of it, like throughout the years. So I don't know. Some people think that it's like it's as old as back then, like it's millions of years old. Some people think there's a real know. life Loch Ness monster fossil found in Antarctica. Scientists have analyzed DNA from Loch Ness, and they made a surprising discovery. This is on iflscience.com. Let's see here. We've tested each one of the main monster hypotheses, and three of them we can probably say aren't right, and one of them might be. This is Professor Neil Gemmel, a genomic and reproduction specialist at the University of Otago, teased in an interview with the Scotsman. Let's see here. 15 species of fish and up to 3,000 species of bacteria was discovered, and... <laughs> Did we be behind the times? We're behind we the times. We already know that's real. <laughs> All right, Loch Ness Monster's real. Move on from this one, I guess. He's real. (laughs) He was just a real guy. I do think it's funny, though, that really famous picture that they always show for the Loch Ness Monster. It honestly doesn't even look real. I think they ended up figuring out it's like a submarine. I think like Mythbusters even did a way to prove it. Dude, it doesn't look... I know it's a picture from 1934, so the quality is like obviously not as good. But, yeah, dude, it's clearly, clearly a joke. Some of these look real. I'm looking at some of these pictures on Google. They look real. What? Are you serious? Yeah, some of these do. I'm looking up. Dude, this looks real to you? Some of these? These pictures look real? You don't think some of these look real? Dude, I'm not these... saying they actually are real. I'm just I'm saying they. some of them look kind of real. <laughs> I would actually love to go to Loch Ness and actually, like, check this out. 
when I because I've actually been to Scotland before, and when I was there, I was like, I kind of want to go to Loch Ness. I didn't obviously, but we'll go. Yeah, I don't know. We'll put it on the list. It's on our bucket list. list. We're going to Loch Ness. <laughs> Could be nice. Could be a big disappointment too. Uh, okay, Chupacabra. You guys don't know what this is. It's like this animal that apparently like it uh, means goat sucker in Spanish. Uh, apparently, this guy he bites goats and like drains all their blood. And there's been a lot of encounters of seeing goats with weird puncture wounds in them. What do you think? And you think something like this and could their be blood real? Is sucked out or something? Yes. Like they have no blood at all. I don't know if they have absolutely no blood, but it's pretty much um, like there is. De- this one's interesting because there definitely is something. Like there, it, there is some sort of animal that is undiscovered that does do this. An animal so said I- to exist in parts of Latin America where it supposedly attacks animals, especially goats. I don't know. I just, I have a hard time. <laughs> These, now the pictures of the chupacabra are pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty ridiculous. <laughs> um, I don't know. This one to me has some of the most legitimacy just because I'm pretty sure we've seen like bizarre wounds in animals. Yeah, not buying it. it just it just is hard for me to believe that some of this stuff hasn't been discovered, especially on land. Like, hasn't been legitimized. Dude, I okay, here's the thing. I think about this, but, like, there's no way we've discovered every animal. Like, there's definitely, especially... Yeah, I, well, I, I agree with that, but I'm saying an animal that we're specifically seeking... A beast that we're specifically like, I, we want to discover this is real or not. You don't think that by now, with the technology that we have, we couldn't track this thing down? There are people that are out there trying to prove this stuff. Dude, I, I don't think that we could have tracked it down. Like, I, I think it's definitely possible. Dude, the world is so big. There's so, there's so many parts of the world we have like not, like looked at. Like, there's definitely a chance. What parts of the world these have guys, we not looked at? Do you think we've walked every single? inch of this planet out of all the people that have been on this earth yeah i want to see that stat somewhere i actually don't you don't have the stat either no okay i don't have the stat this guy believes in flat earth (laughs) and after you get to the edge you fall off (laughs) (laughs) no i just i definitely think it's possible it's not even about that we haven't it's just you're telling me that this creature is smart enough to completely avoid human detection Considering all the technology that we have, we have people that are, like, trained in tracking all these different animals, and yet we can't find Bigfoot, a huge fucking beast in the woods, and we can't find this guy that supposedly eats goats. Dude, it's, it's, I'm just saying, I I think the Bigfoot one's crazy because it's, like, so massive, but if there was a thing that this Chupacabra guy, he could, like, live underground, he only comes out at night... Maybe there's not very many of them because their diet is hard to sustain. They have to be like in a very specific environment. Maybe they even are mostly extinct now, but it's not to say that some of these things could have been real or are real. You've lost all credibility for me. Dude, I, I'm, I'm not saying 100% that I, I think this for sure these are real. This guy has lost all credibility. I think that these are more believable than... Uh, 
more believable than Loch Ness? I guess I don't know. I don't know. See, I feel like the Loch Ness would be more believable. I mean, obviously the Loch Ness is big, but with how vast the, the ocean is, I Yeah, but the, the Loch Ness is... I think the Loch Ness is just in a lake, though. Just a really deep lake that I think is really hard. See, I think that what makes this different or difficult is... Yeah, it's the Loch Ness uh, Lake is uh, freshwater. It's really deep. So that's why people think that it's like a, a weird environment that was created this really really deep freshwater lake and i think part of the reason because i've asked this before like why don't we just go send a submarine down there i think there's something weird where here i don't know uh, pisces the prototype of a series of mini submarines which came to Loch Ness in 1969 to carry out deep water trials recorded the then greatest depth 975 feet ever claimed for the loch unfortunately the measurement could not be repeated yeah, it's nuts. See, it is, like, it's crazy deep, which is part of the reason why they think of that. I mean, that's why, like, to be honest, the Loch Ness monster, it almost feels like it's possible. Because I think there could definitely be some massive fish in that thing. This stuff's actually pretty interesting. Loch Ness monster is super interesting to me. I kind of, we could almost do an entire episode on just the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> I, I don't want to, <laughs> can you imagine that? Yeah. Can you imagine if we did that? All right, what's the next one? Yeah, dude, we're getting we're getting deep in the woods on the Loch Ness monster. We're getting deep we're in the Bigfoot woods. All right, so this next one. <laughs> what are we getting deep in? The lake. We're getting deep in the lake. Uh, okay, so last one here. Aliens built the pyramids. This is the big picture here is a lot of old technologies uh, or old architectural feats seem pretty ridiculous. Like, we've built things that are so, like, uh, bricks that are so close together, you can't even stick a piece of paper in between them. And we've built these huge, like, if you ever look at those pyramids, they're absolutely ridiculous. To the point where people think that aliens actually came down and helped us build these. Uh, some of the reasoning behind it is some of the hieroglyphics, there's these huge beings. There looks to be creatures that might be wearing a... Um, like a some sort of headgear that looks like maybe it was like a, a space suit um, just to give you an idea of some of the reasoning behind it and there's also some weird things where some pyramids look to be built in a, a formation similar to the stars in a way that might be further advanced than our technologies could have indicated where those stars were placed in the in the sky so what do you think about this idea that's bullshit I think <laughs> so the whole thing is the thought yeah the whole thing so we were just talking about have aliens visited earth and now you're going to tell me that they built the fucking pyramids what are you talking about <laughs> uh so is the idea that to worship the aliens that's why the egyptians put their pharaohs in these pyramids that the aliens built yeah, there's there's a lot of things. Some people say that the pyramids actually have a special type of an energy. Some people say that the the pyramids are like a sign, uh, or 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 that aliens use it to guide their way in the solar system. There's all kinds of theories behind it. And then there's even one that underneath the Sphinx's hand or something, there's like a secret um, like passageway 
Like there's something underneath it that we have not, we've never been able to uncover because. Should we just become the next Indiana Jones? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I mean, it is intriguing to me how incredible these architectural feats are for things like the pyramids. Yeah. Like, what do you think about that? Like, why? How do you think we were able to achieve these things back then? I mean, I can't necessarily explain that, but I don't want to just be like, I can't explain it, so it must be aliens. <laughs> I think that it's definitely, I don't know. There's some crazy architecture. So are we saying that aliens did all of the crazy architecture back then? Or just Maybe. the pyramids? Well, there's some people who think the aliens came down and, and taught us how to do it, too. That's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they left. Yeah, They're I like, just, uh, we really want you to build these, and then <laughs> that's it. I'm not on the team that believes that. How about that? <laughs> Do you? I'd say 90, 90% chance pyramids were built by aliens. 90% chance. <laughs> Honestly, no. that's me being conservative. <laughs> it's probably more than that. Um, For me, I, I was very fascinated by this as a kid. Because I, I really thought, like, wow, why aren't we, like, doing more research into this? Like, if there's a chance aliens built the pyramids, I feel like this is, this is a huge scientific discovery. I think part of the reason why we were able to build these ridiculous things back then was we literally did nothing else. Like, if every person on Earth dedicated their time to being amazing at building a pyramid, I feel like we'd be pretty damn good. Especially if you thought that building the pyramid was your only way to heaven or to be, like... Yeah, it was your purpose, and yeah, like it was your like. If I mean, I just feel like you do some pretty incredible things. That's a lot of focus. Like, look, Michael Jordan focused on basketball like very intensely. If he focused on pyramids, good. we'd have pyramids <laughs> in Chicago. If he focused on pyramids, then we'd have more pyramids in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my favorite like spinoff of where <laughs> one of our ideas went. <laughs> Michael Jordan builds pyramids in Chicago specifically. <laughs> Why he ended up in Chicago to build pyramids. Dude, which one of us would be better at building pyramids, you think? Dude, me, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, you're definitely a pyramid guy. I'm a pyramid guy. Uh, any other conspiracy theories you want to talk about? Uh, my simulation one. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that all of our life is a simulation run by people outside of the simulation. And they're just waiting for us to make the right moves. And when we make the right moves, that's when we die. But we don't actually die. We're just removed from the simulation. Everybody else that is still in the simulation just views it as a death. I think there could definitely be some legitimacy to us <laughs> being in a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> to the extent of what you're talking about, I don't think so. But being in a simulation, like, I definitely think it's possible. Yeah. I definitely think it's possible. This is why you got to take risks. You got to do crazy things because it's all just a simulation, man. Did you hear about the guy that, like, killed his parents because he saw the Matrix and he said that he thought we were all living in the Matrix? Oh, God. That was, like, his defense. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. That's pretty bad. I I do think, I think, was it a. Elon Musk, I'm going to get his exact stat. The chances that we're living in a simulation, Elon Musk spoke to this. Elon Musk, chances of simulation. That's funny. That's actually like one of the most searched things. All right, let's see here. He said we're probably living in a simulation. Yep. I, mean, I don't know if he gave an exact percentage. It's interesting. 
Yeah, you think he thinks we're we're probably living in a simulation. I I think it's it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, the guy definitely has a pretty good brain. Well, oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. There's a one in a billion chance that reality is not a simulation. <laughs> He's that confident, huh? Yep. I will say that when I saw that, I was like, damn. <laughs> He's pretty smart. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. That is a funny part of, like, our human nature is if, if we think people are smart, we just automatically are like, well, I guess <laughs> yeah, I'll just I just accept their ideas. <laughs> I know. That's part of me is like, is it dumb to think that that's maybe true because he's smart? Or is it dumb for me to just because he's smart think that everything he says is more legitimate? <laughs> it's a tough call right there. Uh, anything else you want to talk about conspiracy theory-wise? No. I mean, do you have any final thoughts on the conspiracy theories? Uh, my final thoughts are, I just, one, I think that they're fun. I think humans in general just like to make a lot out of a little <laughs> it i don't know why uh it just something we like to do i think as we talked about it some things like bigfoot and loch ness and chupacabra i think a lot of these ones to me are ridiculous like i don't i don't think that they're real but i do think that there's a chance that there's some undiscovered animals out there so i wouldn't be surprised if something like a loch ness monster to a lesser extent exists Maybe not a dinosaur from way back then, but some huge aquatic animal. I could see it. Well, we uh, we haven't discovered everything on this planet. Uh, when it comes to some of the other ones that we talked about earlier, like I definitely think there's some technologies. I definitely think that there's been some government cover-ups, but I, I kind of stand by the fact that the government can't hide everything like we think they can because I just think it's too difficult. And um, aliens, real not sure if they visit Earth, possibility, but moon landing, I can confirm. Like, I feel very confident that the moon landing did happen. Everyone was waiting for you to confirm it. Like, we don't know if the moon landing's real, man. We're waiting for Steven. Is he going to confirm Levine. this? <laughs> Avril Levine, though. Less sure on that one. That might be real. Avril Levine's Melissa now. Melissa Levine. What do you think? What do you think about all this conspiracy theory stuff? I'm, I'm curious to hear your perspective because you said you're not a big conspiracy theory guy. Yeah, I mean, they're fun to talk about. I definitely think, like, reading these were, was pretty entertaining today. And there are definitely some things that kind of poke holes. They're like, I could see the government trying to cover this specific thing up. And, well, there was a war. You, you know, the Manhattan Project, maybe some that, you know, spurred some other inventions that we're not talking about. And I don't know. There's... There, there are some crazy things that I can't even explain that we do know about. So I feel like maybe there is some stuff out there that we, we don't quite have access to yet. But overall, I, I kind of I tend to agree with your point of view that do I really think the government can cover all this stuff up? I don't know if I believe that, <laughs> especially with like how ruthless people can be to try to find out the truth on stuff. Uh, so overall, I just think this stuff is interesting. Dude, I, I agree. I I I, uh, I definitely enjoy talking about some of these topics. It was a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of things before we uh, we head out here on this episode. I will be watching Stranger Things season three. So that drops on July third. So by the time you're listening to this episode, it'll be right around the time that that um, show will be or that season will have dropped on Netflix. 
recommend checking it out. I will be doing a video series on Stranger Things, so be on the lookout for my YouTube video or videos when I talk about the show because you guys always make fun of me for not being up to date on what's going on in this world. So this is my this is my chance to to do that, and I'm also going to be doing a review of Toy Story Four when I go see that movie. And um, one other side note, I will be going to the MLB Home Run Derby, so I'm really excited about that, and I'm going to try to get some video footage, and I will be talking about it when I come back. So if you don't like baseball, too bad. You're going to hear me talk about it because uh, it's going to be pretty cool. I'm excited. And that's about it. Yeah, I'm glad you're going to that. Hell yeah. Um, our next episode is going to be an advice and opinions episode, so we're going to try really hard to get you, the listeners, involved uh, over the course of this next week, we're gonna just going to put out some polls here to see if you guys have anything going on in your life that you'd like advice on or just to hear our thoughts on. Obviously, we're not authorities on a lot of this stuff, but I think sometimes, just like this show is, uh, kind of a, an idea of it is to be thought-provoking and maybe get some new perspectives. So maybe... Maybe you've had this conversation with your friends or your family and you're not really sure what you want to do, go left or go right down this path that you're on, the fork in the road, and you just want to hear a couple of, a couple of Midwestern guys give their take on it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll be doing that next, next week. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say before I send us out of here? Nope. Good. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. all right well thank you so much for all of you who stuck through this conspiracy theory episode again this was an episode that was a little out of our comfort zone but we wanted to try something new give a little shake up again as steven and i always say everything must go so everything must go everything must go yeah there we go uh so yeah if you want to send us an email or um just hit us up email is emgpod at gmail.com our twitter and instagram is at emgpod or you can hit us up on our individuals mine is at b flipping music stevens is at steven russell b so hit us up on any of that stuff so you can tell us what you think about conspiracy theories maybe if you like this episode we can do another conspiracy theory episode sometime in the future send us some uh conspiracy theories that you want to talk about uh, maybe more about Avril Lavigne or something. Um, that was a pretty good one. <laughs> that was a great one. If you want to leave us a voicemail just to make it all easier, uh, you can call us and leave us one at 513-427-EMG5. Again, that is 513-427-EMG5. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and like. We do have a YouTube channel now, Everything Must Go Podcast, where you can see our beautiful faces while we talk about these topics. So, uh, yeah, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and uh, we're out of here. Take it easy.